everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Knee Slapping K-Pop Podcast. I am Kayla and today I am here with only Sammy. Hello. And that is because we are here to talk about our favorite music genre of all, yes. which we have dubbed K-J-Pop. It's truly, truly the, some of the best music out there right now. Honestly, we're thriving. Absolutely thriving and- in this genre. Thinking about it, this genre has seen an explosion because we uh, the first time we did this, we did one of these last year, which mm-hmm. was us just talking about, hey, this thing exists. Yes. And now I think people have like figured out that it's real. Yes. And I want to take credit because we were on this over a year ago. We were. We've we been on this were. for forever. And it's such a weird genre to tell people about, where it's like, if someone asks you what type of music you listen to, it's like, oh, I really like J-pop that sounds like it's K-pop. <laughs> exactly. It's like, well, we're isn't that spe- just K-pop? And I'm like, no, it is specifically no. very different. You don't understand. There, it is a sub, it is, I would say it's now become more of a subgenre of, because originally I found, I thought it was like a subgenre of K-pop. Right. Now I think it's like a subgenre of J-pop. Yeah. Because I, I feel like that. other J-pop is starting to try to be K-J-pop. It is. It's like main, like main, because also, we also take a look into what's going on in real J-pop every once in a while. And then we become horrified once again and, and then we leave and we remember we remind ourselves we do not like real j-pop there's a reason for we're that. trying to see how real j-pop is like evolving and yes. like it is evolving in a semi-correct direction right just not the correct things are happening no it's like because real j-pop is starting to sound more and more like k-pop yes but it's just that same vocal style is there so it, it still doesn't sound great it doesn't sound like what we want. And something about is it is just like a little bit off. Like it yes. is not it's not fully like convinced itself that it's K pop, but in Japanese it's still trying to be J pop, so it's a little bit weird. It's confused. Mm-hmm. But I think in our last video we talked mainly about J O one and I and I. Yep. And like OWV and like there's been things. I think the past year has seen an explosion because we are talking about eleven different eleven KJ pop groups. Eleven now. people that their main genre of music I would say is KJ pop. Yep. Yep, yep. And like even within it, like no, all these people sound different. They're doing different things, but they are KJ pop. Yes, because they are doing they're doing different kinds of K pop. They're doing different kinds of K pop. Yeah, in their music style, really, but they are all inherently, I think, very KJ pop, very much so, and I'm very happy for it. I feel like people outside of just the two of us have been using the phrase KJ pop, yes, and like yes. that also makes me happy because I don't know, we don't it sound just, like crazy people for realizing that this was an evolving genre that people was happening under, before us. The people get it. Yep, the people are starting to get it. They get it now, and it's very fun. And honestly, I like it because it it gives us one more th- stuff to talk about, more good music to talk about. Mm-hmm. And also, it is just a very weird niche thing. It is. That we are on the ground floor for. Exactly. Very fun. And I'm excited to see how it evolves. Mm-hmm. So we have decided, there's an order we're talking about them in. We're kind of going through the phases of K-J-pop. Yep, yep. So we're starting with the one that is K-J-pop through marketing. Yep. And that is XG. Yep. So XG is a J-pop group. They are all Japanese girls. They're from a Japanese company. I'm They're from sure. a Japanese company, but they are technically 
branding themselves as a k-pop group i think the technical branding is a global girl group because all of their yeah, songs are but in I'm english on their thing and they're like or they're saying their origin is in south like they're based in korea mm-hmm. everything is basing itself in korea yeah so they are but they are attempting to be a global girl group by doing songs entirely in english only english only english and also promoting on korean music shows yes so essentially marketing themselves to both a korean and also i think almost more specifically a the international k-pop fan it's very weird because i feel like they are marketing in korea to be a k-pop group solely to get to the international k-pop fandom because i can i i truly can see that you know your average korean is not gonna be a big fan of this right they are um number one a confusing group to begin with um i also just don't like their music very much i think this group is weird in the way that everything about it just seems so marketed everything everything about this group is just marketed to an degree and that's not saying that any other k-pop group is not just equally as marketed right but you can see it like they're in a different country it's all in english for some reason right i don't know what these girls this korean language level is i yeah that's honestly i've never heard them speak it's like and it's like yeah like they perform on like the korean music shows but like jo1 also gets on those sometimes it's like jo1 is very involved in the mamas because their company yeah. has like the mnet cj and m connection but it's like it's it's also so weird to me how the k-pop fandom just like adopted them as a k-pop group immediately i mean what else reason. are they though because, like, what else can you call them? They are, but I think the only reason they got um, attention to begin with is because Hikaru from Kepler is in that company and is supposedly supposed to be joining that group when, supposedly. She, when she is out of Kepler. And I think that's really what gave them the initial, like, popularity is because yeah. of her. Um, I don't actually think she'll end up joining that group, to be I honest. I don't think so, because that's like saying what's her name from Eisen was going to end up in Everglow. Yeah, Yenna. Yeah, Yenna. Like that was not that never happened. That that never never happened. Yeah. But like looking at it, this is a in a weird way. They're also making very different kind of K-pop. They're making goo girl group music. Is like they are goo girl group, and it's but it's so hip hop based. It's so hip hop, so rap based. I really, it's just not the type of music I would listen to in any like any genre. Like this is especially not the type of noise K-pop I would ever listen to. So Mm -hmm. I just don't like their music. Neither do I. Like, do I think they're untalented? No. No. It's not music I enjoy, but it does seem like the most specifically marketed. Yeah. Like, this is very much going for demographics. Like, if anything, like, that's props to their marketing team for doing that. Um, oh, absolutely. So, as well as they're doing it, because especially coming from a company that didn't have, like, a ton of, like, really any type of, like, I don't know clout or whatever in south korea to all of a sudden be like a big part of like the k-pop sphere in a way is like that's good on them yeah um they did have that one rap cypher go viral um they for did. two of their rappers and i think that's also the thing that people are very interested in because there are not a lot of good like female rappers in k-pop 
No. And this group has, like, several pretty good, like, pretty actually decent rappers. Decent yeah. rappers. So I think that's a, an, another thing that people are gravitating towards because that's a, another weird thing in the K-pop community where um, everyone and, like, a lot of idols who are rappers in K-pop are not very good rappers. So when people no. find, like, actually good rappers, like, people it is tend to gravitate towards different. that. Yeah. I, l- I don't think that anything about this – I think this group is actually being very well-managed in that way. Like, right. they are getting attention, which is, like, the biggest hurdle for a uh, – especially, like, a – I don't know if I would even call them Nugu. They're not Nugu. They're not like, – uh, yeah, because they're – a small – Right. A group that could have been Nugu. They could have been really, really Nugu, yeah. Because we've seen this type of thing b- happen before where you're, like, you're, you're attempting to be promoting in a country that is not your own. Mm-hmm. And I do think that, yeah, they have found their audience within the K-pop community. And, Mm -hmm. again, I'm very curious. Possibly they realized that this might not have worked in just a J-pop setting. Right, right. Or maybe they wanted the more international attention. Because this does seem to be mainly marketed toward an international K-pop oh, yeah, audience. Because which this is a type specific of music, niche. This type of music it does not exist in, like, like, female, like, girl groups in J-pop. Like, this is not at all. No what the market over in japan is for like girl groups yeah so going to korea is based that it is oh it's so rap based yeah so i think going to korea to market it was good good. and i trying to get to international fandom with all of them being in english is also a good idea and honestly going through korea to get to the international k-pop fandom is like a roundabout way but it did work so because here's the thing if you because again this is full english they are not attempting to put any korean in this whatsoever I think it works because if they were just a J-pop group that sang all in English, you're not going to get the right audience with that. I think that this was a super smart way of marketing them. Oh, yeah. Because they do sound like what many K-pop girl groups sound like. Mm -hmm. And they are doing it quite well. And I also am thankful that they didn't try to put in some Korean into this. I think that would have just added... That would have been too almost uncanny valley. Too much, yeah. So while they are not our style, yeah, I can understand the appeal. It's like now um, K-J-pop used to have like specific sounds, and now there is almost like subgenres of genres of K-J-pop, which are just the subgenres of K-pop, but in now K-J-pop. So, But now just being done by J- a Japanese group yep. that also tries to appeal to a To the Korean international audience. audience. To an yeah. international like Korean slash K-pop audience. It's like... It's like levels. There's so many levels to this genre now. It's wild. Yeah. And like, I, I, again, we've listened to a bunch of XG. They don't have terribly many songs. I mean, they They debuted last year. So like, it's fine. But from what I've heard, I understand the appeal. Mm -hmm. Is it an appeal to me? No. Not at all. Can I I get it? Is it, if you like the style of music... This is all for They're you, They're probably yeah. one of the better people doing the style of music, so I get it. Like, Mar- I get it for I you. I know Maria likes them. Um, Maria, she's yeah, Maria much more as a hip-hop. Likes their, Maria specifically likes their cypher. Yeah, only the cypher. Not so much their group songs. <laughs> their group songs are a little bit weird. <laughs> they are a bit <laughs> odd. They're a little bit odd. The cypher, I will say, is probably the best thing I've heard from them. Yeah. But it is just still a weird... They're just a weird group, generally. There's a lot going on in their songs, is mm-hmm. the other thing. Yep, yep, But yep. that's, like, all noise music. There's just too much going on. too much on. happening, yeah. 
That's All right. So, so next we move on to J-pop by association. J-pop by association. J K J-pop by association. We have yep, Noah. Yep. Noah. Our, we gave uh, him favorite. best male soloist in twenty twenty two. Hell yeah. Love that. Best for male him. soloist of twenty twenty two. He was at one point AYG training. Yep. Still has a lot of connections in the K-pop industry. Does often get uh, K-pop artist features. Very good friends with AB6, I'm pretty sure. Yes. So they show up in like his posts and everything a lot. So that's yes. always fun. He is making... I don't know how to describe Noah We've right now. talked about Noah in the other K-J-pop episode where it's like, mm. it's not even really K-pop. He's it's making not. like almost like Western, like male Western soloist music. Yeah. But it's but it's not quite that either. No. It is just because it's more it's not it's not what a K pop soloist would be making. No. But it is kind of what like a K pop indie soloist would be making. Right. He's more in that realm. It's more in anything. that realm. I, I really think like did it. we compare him to Crush or something at We did some compare point him to Crush yeah. at one point. Which is a we wild him- comparison to me. We did. We compared him to Crush if Crush and Park Ji Hoon made a song. Yes, together. okay, that's right. That was that the, was our the weird that was amalgamation our of a was. person we made. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we figured out. Mm-hmm. Is that that is who? Uh, that's what Noah's music. That's is what like. Noah would be. It's the combination of Crush and Park Ji Hoon. If you can imagine what that is together, or just go listen to it makes Noah's perfect songs, sense if you listen sense. to Noah. Yeah, it does. He did not do a lot of music last year. Mainly no. because he was in like a J, in a drama in a J drama that was a that was a fake J pop group in the J yes. drama. Imagine imitation, but J pop. Let me be your knight. Also, or one of the, oh, I did the coup, but just a J I drama. I the coup. Also, fun story: that drama is now on Netflix. I have Ooh, not got oh, a chance to watch bizarre. it yet. It's okay. on Netflix right now. It's okay. called "I Will Be Your Bloom." I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> I do too. I think it would be fun. That'd be very. I think fun. he plays a supporting role in that. He's just one right. Of the he's idol just members. in that he's group. Not, yeah, he's not like a lead or anything. But, uh, but that's still very. fun. I think it's fun if it gives him a little more attention. Absolutely, because he does seem of all of these people. Eh, it's questionable how the popularity of all these groups is slightly more questionable. Uh huh. With like two or three exceptions. Right. Right. Noah probably the most indie-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't, I cannot gauge the popularity of a Japanese male soloist in Japan. I don't, I don't, I'm not qualified right, to judge Right, because he also, that. like, I don't, he doesn't have album sales you can go off of either. So no, because like, he doesn't really know. have albums. Yeah. He's got a lot of singles. He's a lot of singles. Also, I want to point out that that fake K-pop group, that fake J-pop group he's in was at K-Con Japan. By That's the way. also a wild thing <laughs> to think about. So technically, so there, Noah has been out like of K-pop. Second, that secondary also K-pop relation as well. He, he was at a K-con. Yeah. That's the He's K-pop, K-pop by association, right? Exactly. Um, but I always recommend Noah. It's just very fun. It's chill. It's yeah. very chill. Music. Very chill. I really enjoy his music always. He's just very good, and it's like there's he's very different than like also. A lot of the just J-pop soloists, because a lot of the J-pop soloists are making, like, anime opening Openings. type music. Um, yeah. He's clearly not doing that. He's but. not doing... That's... He's a very... He's different than that than that area. Right. But I hope he does more... He is releasing an album, I think, early this year. I believe, I think yeah, I believe that's that. on, like, the... That's on the docket for I think him. it's on his, like, YouTube banner right now. That's how I found I out about it, so... 
It's super, I mean, I'm excited. I like it, yeah. I'm always excited for Noah, so. Yes, yes. First yes, album yes. on the 22nd of uh, February. Nice. So, yay. Yay. Much like anything in J-pop, you gotta release, like, the first the single. The teasers, yeah, the teasers come in, out like, three months ahead of time, and then in a three months bunch ahead of, time, of songs and then eventually start dropping, yeah. I mean, they put out the, the like, single for it, and I thought it was really good. It's called Just Feel, Just Feel It, that's what yep. it is. Very fun. I w- I always recommend Noah. Yes, always recommend Noah. It's a good like entry point. Yeah, I feel like Noah would be a good entry point for anybody just to do something like here is here's KJ KJ pop as a genre for someone who's never heard of uh, J pop or K pop. Yes, that's, that's what He's I was a gonna great say. Great entry point. If you're if it's for I like he was probably be one of the first people I'd recommend to someone who is not into K pop or J pop. Like if yes. it was someone f- into K pop, I'd give them different people. But Noah's a yeah, good yeah. entry uh, point. There's a for... there's a different barrier of entry. Right, but like right. someone who's totally new, Noah's a perfect. Absolutely, person. yeah. Alrighty, so now we have two. We're gonna we're gonna start talking about more groups than just one offs. Yes, yes. So the next two are K are KJ Pop by the next three are KJ Pop by Produce. Yep, yep. Because they are all Produce branch groups, but they're from people that did not win. Yes, they were all on a Produce, produce Japan. Japan season, but they did not win. But none produce of them Japan. have won. Yes. So we we're talking we're first starting off with the one that debuted last year, mm-hmm. which is Octopath. Yep. Which is under the So this it's group the, is it's under, under the, the, the Japanese the, the half of uh JO1's company that is Japanese. That is Japanese. Yes. So the half of the company that that, that they share with CJ E and M, mm-hmm. that like parent company yes. has Octopath. Yes, yes. I greatly enjoy Octopath. I think they're fun. They're making very traditional, like, fun K-J-pop. Yes, for sure. They're not doing the super, like, boy group intensity. They can do the more noise music. They kind of, I mean, a lot of these groups can kind of go back and forth with that. Octopath, I think, has more so been in, like, the fun, the fun J-pop area. I like it. I I really like their song "Perfect" from last year. That mm-hmm. song was very fun. Very fun. I think that you know, it's just they're like a group that you can keep coming back to. They're making fun music. They're not like up. They're not revolutionizing the genre. Yeah, if you will. That's true. They're not doing anything significantly different from the other two groups in this category. No, that entire two groups are just sort of I think you know putting down a basis for the right, genre. Right. Right. But I do all like of them. them. Are, I do greatly like them. I think they're very fun. They uh put out a song like three weeks ago because J-pop groups just I feel like constantly have something happening. They definitely do. You can look up these groups and I find more stuff, but it's also because I don't have like new sources for K-J-pop. That's okay. So that is the big thing with K-J-pop is it is much harder to f- to keep track of what is going on in K-pop oh, than it is K-pop because there are not a lot of like international news sources. No one else is keeping track of this except Especially for us. Especially of K-J-pop. Like J-pop you can get it probably but not for K-J-pop the, at all. Th- but the other problem is that none of these groups are particularly the most popular J-pop group. No, that's the other problem. So like even if you follow J-pop uh, news. With the, You're not like, gonna get news the about the exception these of like three groups we get towards the end. It's like we're not yeah. gonna get anything on these people. Like we have to keep up with this on our own. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, uh, you really just have to be, like, closely following each of these groups, like, separately. I mean, like, they all have individual... Look, if any of them... If you are... F- if you find any of these groups and you enjoy them, just subscribe to their YouTube channel yes. because or else you're just never going to find anything else. Subscribe to their YouTube channel or their TikTok or Instagram or find Something. a social media that you like and then follow them because that's the only way you're going to get their information is directly from them because another news site is not going to tell you about it. No, so. you got to this. You got to put in effort, yes. which again, thank God it's a growing subgenre because truly <laughs> you really got to put in effort to keep up a with lot it. of effort. We do because we love this subgenre. We're too in. This is our sub we've been in favorite long, subgenre. Like, <laughs> it is our favorite subgenre. Uh, so they put out fun music. Another one that's from the same company is OWV, mm-hmm. and so Octopath. All of those members were on Produce Japan season two. Mm-hmm. Octopath has members from Produce Japan season one, so they're older. Yep, they've been doing this for a while. He also has that, like, the, I think the oldest well, contestant from old the old man contestant from Produce Japan season one. Yeah, he's not that old. He's actually, not that old, but we called him old. But man. the way they edited him make it made him look like an old man in mentality. He just seemed like an old wise, like mentor. a sa- like everyone would keep going to him for advice. So he just seemed like he was knowledgeable and like a wise, even though person, he was yeah. younger than some of the people that ended up in Jo One. Mm-hmm. I believe. I- I thought he was like twenty-seven. He's, I think he's on par with. I, I thought, thought he was the same age. I thought he was older show. than Show, like by like maybe, a couple but they're years like around so. the same age enough that it's not that significant, right? Right. Uh, but you know they they don't put out as much music as the other groups. They do not. But it's still a good. I enjoy them. I still like them. They're. I think they're more in the noise than Octopath is because they don't really go yeah. back and forth between being. No, fun. they stay in the noise. They stay and in then the occasionally noise. do a ballad. Yeah, it, that's where they are. It's like noise and it's ballad for OWV. Like their their song from last year was called Time Jackers. If that says anything. Anything to you. about the concept of the songs they're doing. <laughs> It's a song that would be that could very well be done by NCT. Oh yeah, um, but I like I still like them a lot. They're fun. I still enjoy them a lot. I think yeah. they're very good. They're a very small group. There's only four of them, mm-hmm. as opposed to Octopath, where there's More eight of them. That, yeah, because yeah, because Octopath, because Octopath. But I, you know. What more can you say? They're very fun. They're Actually, very no, good. there's only seven members of Octopath. I think one of them might be out. Oh, that's unfortunate for them. Yeah, I think they either one's out for uh, some sort of health reason or uh, they've lost one. That's always a curse when you name your group after, like, and with a number I mean, involved. or at least name them in vague reference to vague the number of members you number, have. Vague reference to a number, yeah, that's always a curse. I mean, we've been watching uh, Boys Planet. Oh, God. And oof, all of the all the groups that are on that gr- that are on that show that sent people mm-hmm. essentially have the number curse. Oh yeah, oh, you got man. Pentagon, you attention, got attention, nine eye, nine eye, <laughs> nine eye, which never had nine people though. So that never was had nine people, but also Tio one didn't need anything, but two, damn ten, yeah, two Tio Tio two definitely had a number. Also reference. a number, like yeah. any, but can't don't make a number name. Damn, that's unfortunate for them. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so you know, Boys Planet really just also hammering that home. Yep, yep. But anyway, 
Anyway, the so that was group, O-W-B. OWB. The next group in that category is Bugville. Bugville is in the same company as Orbit, which is Dream Passport. Yes. Bugville, maybe the group. Maybe They're the, the most group forgettable we have the one. least to say yeah. about. I have to remind myself to look at what Bugville is same. doing. Bugville, like, they did like a bunch of stuff last year, but I they didn't did. see it. Because I don't follow Bugville specifically, so I don't get the news about them. Bugville doing the most traditional noise music. Yes. OWV is doing noise music, but there's still something fun in there. Right. Bugville doing noise music. And if you like noise noise music, music. if you like, like, the Stray Kids NCT-style noise music, check out Bugville. You You might really like them. Yep. As you know from many, as you can tell from any other episode we've ever made. Yep. That's not our style. It is not. Bugville also did a lot of, like, joint concert stuff with the remaining members of Orbit. Yes. And I think that's what Orbit was doing for, like, a large majority of for, last year. For, like, the year. majority of this year. They were doing, like, weird group concerts together. Well, I mean, Orbit just does not have a lot of people in it right now. Well, Orbit lost two of their Korean- Two, two of their three Korean members to the military, so- yeah. And Orbit was not that big a group no. to begin with, nope. to where two people leaving is not a substantial I percentage. I mean, they're gonna lose that other one soon, Yeah, too. the other one yeah. is only a matter of time. It's whether or not that that one is gonna go on his own, or if it's right, going right. to have to be, like, a wait-a-minute right, type right. situation. But, like, no, Dream Passport is kind of using them both to help promote each other. Which is, like, not a bad idea. No, absolutely not. And I, it's just, like... The reason I'm so confused as to what they were doing last year is because I have no information on really what they're doing other than their no. social media, which is all in Japanese. So that's the other thing with uh, KJ Pop. You just got to be fully okay with not knowing what's going on. Yeah. Because you just, there are no translations. Nope. No one is deciding to translate this for you. It is, ju- it is still, ju- most of these groups, with exception of ones we'll get to later. Yep, yep are still mainly promoting in Japan for a Japanese market. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the exception of, like, XG, and then the ones we're gonna get to, like, last. Yeah, who are actually popular and have, like, fan translations. Yes, and have, like, fan the is large uh, communities that are yeah. willing to do things. And also money, because and money. Uh, after Bugville, the other uh, six have at least massive cor- have massive they have corporate, a, they except have one. A, a large company behind them for the except most part. Except one. Yeah, except Do for the one. Do we just want to talk about Orbit we're right now? We're Orbit now well, with them. Let's just talk about Orbit, because otherwise the other, uh, like, five of these groups yeah. have massive they have corporations. A, a Orbit massive is also company. under Dream Passport. Yeah. We love Orbit. Love Orbit Orbit so is much. one of the first two groups we got into in this It was sub-genre. JO1 and then Orbit, because Orbit's the JBJ of Produce of, Japan. Uh, yes. Um, and I love them. They're great. We and I it's adore like, them. We just have also to include include three members of three Halo. Three members of Halo. And this is where we just have to start making inferences off of what we get from, like, their YouTube and yeah. their social media. Because it's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they announced at some point that the two members of Halo were going to the military. But I'm like... I, but I feel like I was never informed I was never that. informed, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. And now... When they're, they have they didn't actually release any music last year. They have no. a mini album scheduled for March of this year. Yes. And they're down to five people. And which is the four Japanese people. member and one member of Halo. So Yes, because there are like a bunch of people in this group that just uh 
I'm very happy for Halo that they ended up getting a resurgence in life. Yes. So good for Halo. Yes, yes. And they do have a group to come back to that's just going to keep going. Because the Orbit's still, still thriving. Doing stuff with Bugville just to... Yep. Um, the, the the dream passport family concert essentially um our favorite yugo looks like a child oh i love yugo was um acting in the uh, magi labyrinth of magic musical <laughs> of course um because Thrive. he is the absolute perfect person for that yes absolutely look at his he face looks exactly like that character like perfectly which is very he's adorable fun. he's adorable i love him and that's the other uh, yes. thing with KJ Pop. You just gotta be okay with them doing things that you'll never see. Oh, yeah. Easily. You'll never see him, any of them, do anything, because it's just all in Japan. And then you'll see, like, oh, they're doing, like, an advertisement or a collaboration, and I'm like, cool, I'll never see that. Like, like I, I don't chill. know what that is. Yeah. The, there's things in this that I don't even know what they are. I I'm know. learning about things. They probably did groups. so much stuff last year that I'm just, like, completely unaware of even happened, because we can't read their Twitter. It's like their TikTok is fun. Whenever they post on TikTok, they have really it fun is. TikToks. But it's like I don't know any of their activities also, because it's not being um, translated. I think this is the perfect moment to mention something. So we have mentioned on this episode that we are watching Boys Planet. Yes. We need to mention. Oh, something. we do have to mention okay, something. Okay. So there is a boy on Boys Planet, yes. and we have to scream this from the rooftops because we we're the only people. Because no that one know. has gotten it right. Because everyone has gotten it specifically wrong. Specifically wrong. Not a single wrong. person. Just absolutely incorrect. So there is a uh, someone who is June from Orbit. So June from Orbit was on Produce season two. He came in ninety first place. No, he, he then he went came on, on to... first as Produce X. He came so in Produce 91st X. Place, my apologies. Yeah. And then he made, got 91st place. And then he went on to produce Japan season one, mm -hmm. where he got way better placements. He, he was he got to the finale, and I think was in like the, finale, the high teens or something. The high teens ish, yeah. yeah. Or like low twenties. It was like me making the finale, but not in the group is where he was. No, at. not yeah. a, and like not even like you know a 14th 15th right. no, no it was, it was like a little like bit further, farther, down, further than that. down yeah but he did extremely well yeah and then he ends up in orbit on boys planet 999 there is his brother yes okay his brother is on the show everywhere i have ever seen is putting it out there that that is his younger brother it his is his older is brother that is his, older, is his brother. older brother how has no one gotten this right? That is his older, his older brother. Because his older brother is 30 years old and is the oldest person on Boy's Planet. It would be absolutely wild if that was his younger brother. Absolutely. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. And if anyone uh, is wondering who his um younger, his older brother is, he um is in the Shine performance that and gets no screen yes. time because we're also focused on Hui crying. But he is in yes. the like school jacket in the Shine performance where Hui is crying. His name is Ichika. Yes. That Ichi is Ichika. June's from Orbit's older brother. Older brother. If you June uh Ichika, so because so June is was born in 1996. Yeah, he is our age. 26, 27 years old. 26, 27 years old. His older brother Ichika has been on uh. Chwang 2021, if anyone remembers that show, mm -hmm. and now is on Boy's Planet. That is his older brother. He is 30 years old. Yep. yep we yep. want to point that out. We need, we need, to, to, we need to let we the need people to let the We world needed know. to let the people know because it was just so incorrect. Every single video. Insane. And I was just like, that's absolutely not it. Like, it was driving me insane. It's like it got translated. It's one like one person got it's it like right. Someone translated it wrong on his profile. 
Yeah. And then every single person who made a video just took it from the profile and it was wrong in every single think. video we watched. The other thing with it is that it is correct on, because I just went to Orbit's K profiles. Mm-hmm. It's right on June's K profiles. Right, but that not his on, older brother was on Twang right. twenty twenty one. It doesn't mention Boys Planet yet. It's probably not but, on his like Ichika's thing. Correct? No, it isn't. It's wrong on Ichika's thing. But I'm just saying that that is what happened. Also, he came in twentieth place on Produce uh, One Hundred One Japan. Okay, that's pretty good. Better than ninety first place by miles. So <laughs> absolutely. But like looking at it, I'm just like. Why is it so difficult to... Uh, I was just like, why did so many places get it specifically so wrong? That's like, I, And I was like, I know why they got it wrong. Because it was tr- in the source material, someone translated it wrong. But still. Yeah, someone translated it wrong. I'm on the Boys Planet profiles right now. I'm like looking for it. I think someone just took it out. Okay. It drove us so insane that I think we had to take like the couple minutes here to just try to... To just tell the if people. If someone can listen. Mm-hmm. If someone gets the correct information from this, Godspeed. Now so it's that, now that, it's on his wiki that his younger brother is from Produce Japan and Produce okay. X. So now they got that. Now someone changed it. Yeah. But for forever when people were making these are the voice planet contestants, we watched multiple of these videos. Multiple videos and about all it. of them had it wrong. Yep. Yep, yep. What the fuck? It's just, it's really upsetting. We saw it and it was just, it was not fun. I'm like, this is just wrong. We immediately knew it was wrong. It's so wrong. Yep. Immediately knew. We did not spend all of, so much time in our lives watching, uh, so many seasons of produce to have that be incorrect. I know. It was it we was very upsetting. We have too much background information about all of these boys. We do. Which will be eventually come out in the we Boys will. Planet episode that we will be doing. We will yes, be doing an episode on Boys Planet after it airs. So we Look, will, here's the we thing. Have to. We know we said Boys Planet doesn't count as produce. Mm-hmm. And I still maintain that in a way. Yes, but, but so also, many boys we know who have been on produce are on this show. <laughs> Like, the yeah, no, thing. if Kepler had a bunch of girls from Twang 2020, maybe we would have watched that, but we didn't care. They did, but I mean, I didn't, I, I don't, didn't care I know enough. significantly less of them than I do the boys who are on, like, Chewing and The you, boys that were on, there were too many male seasons in 2021 is the other thing. That's we true, because I think we them. were a couple years removed from it at that point with, yeah. the, with the girl seasons, yeah. Yeah, no, the the fact that there was all three all-male seasons in 2021 yeah. and we watched all of them and all of those boys are from those seasons. I know. I'm like, holy shit. Wild you're shit. You're here. Everyone's here. Everyone's here. here. Cool. <laughs> Everyone just went to Korea. Because they can't go to China anymore, so here we are in nope. Korea. <laughs> they all came from China, too. Yep. So that is our mini Boys Planet rant. Yes, yes. Uh, support Orbit. Orbit. They're support great. Support Orbit. Love them. They're so fun. They're so Support good. all these groups because they need it. Truly. All right. All right. So now we go into the ones that are actually, you know, have K-J-pop by, uh, you by are company? actually K-pop, but actually in Japanese. Actually K-pop, but yeah. Just K-pop, Something about Japanese. all of these groups is inherently just like, this is a K-pop group. This is a K-pop group. Yeah. And mostly it's because of their company. Yes, yes. So we're going to start with kind of the oldest K-J-pop group. Yeah, that's true. Uh, So Nizio, which is under JYP Entertainment, mm-hmm. and is just the J-pop group that is in JYP, yep. period. Yep, yep. So they're doing essentially cute girl group music, but in Japanese. Yep. And what I will give it 
it is less irritating than an actual J-pop girl group because like yes. they they sing less in the they don't have the J-pop as, style as much of the J-pop vocal problem. It's still there a little bit, but not as bad. No, it's adapt. It's kind of like what a cute girl group in Korea would do. Yeah, if they were doing a Japanese single, they just sound like Japanese singles from K-pop girl groups. Yep, yep. Which are never as good as their Korean singles. Absolutely but, not, but they are, they do have the sound of like, I can hear the K-pop in there yeah. somewhere. Yep. Definitely. Um, we have put them on some of our worst songs of the year list. We have multiple times. But, but that is not because of the J-pop of it all. No. That's just because the, if those songs were in Korean, they, they would, would also be, bad. be <laughs> We just think their they music would also is be not bad. good. We treat all these groups equally. All these groups have the ability to good, do good and shit. Some of these groups have ended up on our best of the year list. Yep. They have. Um, Nizzyu, really not the music I want of out of girl groups. No, Nizzyu is for some people, not for us. Yes. Similar to XG. Yes, very similar to Bugmill. Completely opposite ends of the music spectrum, but neither of those are what the two of us want in K pop. We like somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Which is actually what the next group does. Yeah, but Nizzyu, they're just doing stuff i guess like they're hey, just being Nizzy a jyp was... group in japan like <laughs> i think they're de- i think again all of the rest of these are decently enough popular yeah. i think partially also because that they are like directly linked to a k-pop company so yeah and, and minimally busy I mean, them being linked to jyp is like yeah huge so especially considering the fact that like we're looking at looking at these groups minimally k-pop fans know of these groups yeah do they enjoy them do they listen to them that's an entirely different story but they know they but exist. they have name recognition yes nizzy you i think the most name recognition for sure but, but also i think that's just because nizzy you's been doing this they've for, been around the longest and also they're the from jyp so i mean that's yeah. a given i mean it's interesting because i realized that nizzy you debuts in 2020 oh which okay. is roughly the same time as jo1 yeah that's the same year but also, the fact that this genre began the year no one could leave and en- Like, obviously, these have been planned for years. Right. And, but like, I think and also, also like, genre- um, Produce Japan was airing in 2019. In so 2019, before yes, all yes. of that, yeah. But I, I, I do often think of, like, what would this genre be if... We could have I truly Japan. think most of these groups would have Korean language debuts. Yeah. By this point, if they had been allowed to leave Japan. I'm still in waiting on the JL1 Korean debut. <laughs> I I demand it I at demand some point it. in my life. But like looking at it, I'm like, Nizu, for years these groups have just not been allowed to leave. Or for a substantial amount of time. Like they just haven't been allowed to like do Enough that would mean that they're, like, international. Right. I mean, all of 2020, and for most of 2021, they're kind of just stuck in Japan because of COVID restrictions. Mm -hmm. And Japan is a country with one of the, like, the, like, most restrictive COVID restrictions as well. Yes. So, like, I do wonder if, like, Nizu and... I think we also just think Nizu is the oldest because we didn't get into J.O. until until 2021. So we were a little late on that, yeah. Yeah. As opposed to Nizu, which we've known. A Nizu's You Make Me Happy made our dishonorable mentions mm-hmm. that year. Yeah. And then it's like, we forget that JO1 existed for an entire year before we even knew they existed. So. Yep. Absolutely. 
But yeah, no, Nizzy Yu is just doing their own thing, and you know what? Good for them. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, they're very popular, and the people who like them like them. Yeah. So I think they have also a pretty decent international fan base. It's just hard to know these groups as international fan base. Yeah, because with J-pop, can't. it's so hard. It's, it's really so, so hard. much harder with J-pop. Yeah. All right. So next we have one that is like. A lot of people don't know about, actually. They don't. They're definitely the least known of these last few yeah. groups that we have here. Yeah. But we like but them. But honestly, they're probably our favorite of the girl groups we oh, have Oh, yeah, here. easily. I mean, we have three girl groups, but yeah. this one's definitely our favorite. Yep, yep. So this is Prickle. Mm-hmm. Prickle is under FNC Japan. Yep. And was made on the survival show Who is Princess. Yep. The worst name survival Not show, a, I think. Um, there's worse... Like, eh. Boy's Fantasy pretty bad. Boy's Fantasy probably, yeah. That entire franchise girl. show, that's bad, worse, yeah, I would no. say. I forget. I choose to, like, block those out of my memory. Mm-hmm. Um, so they make probably, they just sound like a K-pop group. They do. If when if Cherry Bullet made a Japanese single, this is, oh, this easily. Is, this this is, would be this Cherry Bullet. They also are very uh, similar to Rocket Punch's Japanese Rocket music. Punch, they're, in it, their, Stacey, they're in that. Stacey's Japanese music? Yeah, they're in that realm. It's giving that. They, yeah, they're making is. like the um the Japanese music a K-pop group would release in Japan. And like, like K-pop girl groups that we like. Yes, like good K-pop girl groups. Yes, that we enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um... I really like them. I think they're super charming. I think yeah. they're super fun. Their songs uh, are very fun. The songs are very fun. They do not sing in the J-pop style no. like, at all. It's like they're, they're and just... they're clearly a cute girl group, but they they yes. they sing in the way that like a cute girl group in like Korea would sound. Um, but they don't sound yeah. bad. It's because a lot of Again, cute girl groups in Korea have like a the, a vocal problem where they sound like grating, but they don't have that at all. Hmm. Yeah, no, they're giving very much, uh, it's, again, it's giving Rocket Punch, Stacy, all of that yeah. kind of cute girl group, where Cherry it's like, bullet. they're cute, but yeah. they're not the cutesy style that. Like, it's be, it's like the groups that are beyond sounding like a child, like a child, but it's like in, into mm-hmm. extreme Aegyo territory, like, we're not there for this group. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of them. I think they're really yeah. good. They need more music. They don't. They haven't they... done a lot yet, which is the big no. thing. But I think FNC needs to do more with them. But yeah. I really like them. They're really good. I didn't. We didn't see that show because that show is not available to watch. Um, really. No, we can't find that show. <laughs> yep. But also watching that show, there's a lot of 13 year olds on that show. Yeah, that's the other thing is they are very like very young. How old are, like, the actual girls in the group? Because I know there was a lot of 13-year-olds on that On show. the show, yeah. I don't know who actually made it into the 2000... group. How old is someone from 2007 now? Oh, the, God. The youngest one is 2008. 15, 14, 15. So pretty yeah. young. They're pretty young. Yeah. But that's also, yeah, they're but all about, But that's, like, not like, any teens. younger than K-pop is <laughs> right yeah. now, so... But everything about them is age appropriate. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't have much really yet. Like we've no, said, but I want. I like I them want a lot. more from them. I want them to do more. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy what the, what they have so oh, far. Yeah. All right. So now we the have like the. Now we're on to like the three big ones. Yeah. The three ones that are like, if you're talking KJ pop, these you're are talking the three. The three. Yep. So we're gonna start with Anne's team. So Anne's team is the big hit uh j-pop group 
formed on and audition mm-hmm. with four members from islands that lost. Yep, yep. But we're guaranteed to be in this group, so. That we're guaranteed this group, so good for them. Good for them. Uh, I watched that show. I love that show. I thought that show was super well done. I didn't watch um, the show, but it, from formatting-wise, what you've told me, it seems like one of the best formatted survival shows, so that's I mean, great. I like the idea of just, it's not a competition show against each other. Right. Until the last episode, and I'm like, that sounds perfect to me. Yeah. I like that. Yes. Uh, the only good wolf song ever made in K-pop. Oh, easily. Is, uh, their uh, debut song, Under the Skin. Why- it was so wild that they were able to make a wolf song that was very good. Because that at immediately no point, puts them in our good graces. Because at no point do they talk about explicitly being a wolf. And I'm like, that's great. But is there wolf theming? <laughs> Absolutely. But I they don't have to think about howling. it when I listen to the song every time. And it doesn't sound stupid, so... <laughs> Love it. It's great. It's a great like, song. Is the theme of this song turning into a werewolf? Yes. Yes. But but it's a metaphor. We're not howling like not a, a we're not howling like a wolf anywhere in the song. No, thank God. Um, I really like this group. I think they're really fun. Yeah. I think that they are I'm interested to see the long term things going on with this group because it is Big Hit's first J pop group. Mm-hmm. But you know, firsts for Big Hit are kind of a common thing recently. Oh yeah. Considering everything has been a first. Yep, everything in 2022 was a first. But I'm, I like them. I think they're very talented. I like the music that they're putting out yeah, there. Yeah, they're first. They're probably, they're musically, they're probably my, musically, they are up there with J.O. One as like, I mean, I love Big Hit's production, so I know I'm just going to love everything that they put out. So uh-huh. I would put them up there with J.O. One as like, yeah. Because they are also not, they're just making, like, high music, but in Japanese. They're making, like, they're making, like, an hyphen-esque, but, like, with a rocker edge. Because they're the werewolves to the, and hyphen vampires, if you will. Mm -hmm. Like, I truly love that for them. Um... They are probably the group that has the greatest chance of a Korean debut, to be honest. Oh, easily. Um... I can't, I don't remember if this, I thought Nizzy was supposed to Korean debut this year. They might be. Nizzy and them are the two that I But I, I cannot remember Korean if debut. I made that up. I don't. I feel like that's been a rumor since they debuted. It's, they're supposed to if... release a Korean debut in the first half of this year. Um, supposedly. Okay. So but yeah, between and them... team, especially with and team, with them being so entwined in the, um, the and hype the high cinematic universe. <laughs> Yes. It's like the crossover is bound to happen, like, yes. at some point. I, I'm into it. They have done collab stages before with N-Hypen, especially on, like, right. the high, like, end of year. Like, they, they have interacted a lot. Mm-hmm. I really like their interaction. I think it's really fun. Um, I think the show is really good. I think the show showed all the members in a very good light, mm-hmm. which is something you can't say for all uh, variety shows. Oh, definitely. All of them are very good. Yep. I am very excited to see where they go forward, considering that they are kind of in both. Like, they do a lot of... They haven't... What am I saying? They don't do that many music shows in Korea. Right. But again, they only have their debut. They don't have that much. Right, They and they are definitely even being high bar, being fully marketed through J-pop. In Japan. In Japan. It's They've like they are not talked of, about like, in Japanese Korean shows and like Korean circles. spheres at all. Like they are very much fully J-pop. But I also think that them just within the hype 
sphere of it all. Yeah. That garners them a lot of international attention. So I I'm can't curious remember. to see how Did that you goes. have to buy their albums on CD Japan or were they other places? I ended up buying them on CD Japan because I think that they were cheaper. Okay. But I did start to find them on other places. Like, I think you can find them in, like, K-pop stores. Mm-hmm. But it for me, it ended up... Also, like, if you want any of these albums, they're probably cheaper on, like, CD Japan rather than... Yeah, you can find them on, like, K-Town. Like, you can find them in a lot of places, and they have a lot of their stuff. I would say it's probably easier to get it on... Um td japan too because i would imagine other korean based stores have to pay import fees on them anyway and it's like you're gonna pay that on cd japan anyway so you're paying essentially double yeah because you're paying the import fees for them to bring it to korea and then then the import fees for them to ship it to you in the states right but then again, I don't know if maybe Hybe has, like, or Hybe, is Hybe selling them when you go to, like, the Hybe building. That's true. For the fucking tour. Right, right. Who's to Who's say? Who's to say? But we don't know, but I ended up buying them on CD Japan just because they had it first. Mm-hmm. So I just pre-ordered it. Right. Also, I for anyone interested in uh, KJ-pop, CD Japan, where you buy all your albums yep. for that. They for will, a re- very reasonable price. They will be jewel cases. <laughs> they are all jewel well. cases. They, but they sometimes, the if you buy all the virgin versions, come in a, in a uh, box commemorative set. box set. Yeah, and that's very fun. Uh, please make sure you actually look at the listing you're buying it from because there's a lot of listings. A lot. And each store has their own uh, like special, um, special extra gift. You, you get. might end up with like a, a, a file folder and something. not the box that you want. Right. Specifically, so just, the box read, I would recommend. Read it through a couple times. Mm-hmm. Process it. Yes, yes. But back to Anne's team. I think we just don't have enough information about their marketing. Because I also think back to the marketing that they did for Wavy in the beginning. Yeah. And the marketing they did for Wavy in the beginning was that you, you couldn't get Wavy's first album in any K-pop store. You had right. to get it. I bought it from a... Uh, a guy on ebay uh-huh. that was just shipping them from right, china right. uh it was like it was way too, too expensive much money, but i yeah but i have it right. i own it i'm one of the couple people that has it uh so that is like the added thing of uh they like could make a and switch and then they like turned it around and realized that wavy and then wavy albums were like yeah market. literally everywhere now so yeah so like you just need a minute i think they just need a little bit more time because i think that it is smart for your first don't stretch the debut too thin. Yeah. Try to establish them back into Japan and then go from there. Right. Which I think is a smart idea. Right, right. Uh, I am excited for them, though. They're great. I like Ant's team I really a lot. Like them I think too. they are. Of these, I think that they have the potential. They're the only ones with the potential of, like, rivaling our faves mm-hmm. in terms of the music department. Yep. Not in terms of how much we like them, but, like,. JO1 has had, like, J-O-1. best foreign song on lock for, like, years. For since we knew about JO1, so. Since we found out about JO1, and I do think the only people. And Team really like the a, only, yeah, only group that would even give competition only there, one. so. Only one, really. And, like, and Team might give them a run for their money, so you know what? Good for and Team. Yep. The hard, hard uphill battle, but. Yep, yep. They, they, I think they're succeeding pretty well. Oh, yeah. So now we go on to the two big ones. Two big ones. Two ones ones that are really, if anyone knows K-J-pop, 
These are the two that fit the most solidly in that definition. Oh yeah, of these are the K-J-pop groups. The two because of them. they are the two groups made under Produce Japan season one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I and I and J one. Yep. Uh, they are co-managed by CJ E&M. Yep, they're under Lapone Entertainment, which is half yes. CJ E&M, half the other the Japanese company Yoshimoto the other Kyogo, company that I we think forget the, the company name of that has Octopath and OWV. Yep, yes. Yep. But. These two are, I mean, I and I more so than JO1, I think just because, you know, JO1 began a genre. Yep, they did. And uh, I and I is making more traditional noise music. But, they are. Uh, let's start with I and I, I think, because we, we want to end with our boys. Our boys, we love them. Oh, we love them so much. But I enjoy I and I. They're fun. They're they very can fun. Be, they can be um, better a at lot. times than others with the music. They can be. They are the one, they're probably... Genuinely speaking, they're other than the groups that I think are just fully not my style. Yeah. They're the shakiest group. They vary in quality so often. Very much so. Because sometimes you get a Rocketeer and then sometimes you get Password. And um yeah, and then it's like, hmm, okay. But then I loved um Call 119 or whatever. Call 119 was really good. And I thought that uh what was the, Spectra. Was the most recent one? Uh Spectra was pretty good. That's pretty good. I enjoy Spectra. Yeah. And, like, all of their B-sides are very noise. Very noise. Very noise. They're very noise. Um, um I do think they're the most popular out of uh, J.O. I mean, out of all 11 of these groups, yes. Yeah. Which is... At least in Japan. Right. They are the most popular, yes. Which is confusing to me in a weird way. That it's but I and also, I. like, I think it makes sense because within the ja- the Japanese J- pure J-pop spectrum of music, mm-hmm. I haven't heard that many people that are doing that are doing I and I style music that are just doing noise music but Japanese, right? Because this is just K-pop noise music. It is, but in Japanese, like. Uh, this sounds like uh, NCT One Twenty Seven slash Stray Kids slash Cravity could have done this song. Yeah, oh just yeah. Just with their Japanese comeback, it's giving that. It's giving similar but vibes I, to that. The thing with them is, I like, I do like them more than I like all three of them. I do groups. easily. Like that's not to insult them in yes. that way. They're very fun. They do a lot of stuff with Jo One too. Obviously, they be, do. being in the same company, and also I think like um. Who is it? Ren is like best friends with the center the, of the I center. and I. Yeah. Yes. So that's fun like to get them. their interactions a lot, but they're they're very fun. They are the most popular of the KJ pop. It's like they're not that significantly pop more popular than Jo One, but they are. But more, I, they are more popular. They are more popular yeah. than Jo One. Like they end up actually like Jo One is like just like right off the lists of. Uh, when you look at sales in K- in J-pop, yeah, they're just like slightly off the list. I and I, I is on I the is list, on the list, yeah. but like low on the list. Yeah, because they, uh, and K-J-pop we, still with these two who are at the top of the K-J-pop list cannot surpass like the real J-pop. No, and that's because real J-pop sucks. Yeah, and I think Jo One music wise is in a it's in such a unique like niche of music as well 
Just given yeah. that it sounds a lot of their stuff sounds like second, third gen K-pop, which is what we yeah. love and is why we love them and so much. And is why they are like our favorite boys. Right. But Iodai is definitely more fourth, fifth gen K-pop. Fourth, yeah. Which is why they're, they're doing more popular, music. I think. Yeah. JO1 is doing like a throwback. Yes. Yes, yes. It's weird to call second gen a second throwback, gen throwback, but, but here, we, here are. we are. But we're in fourth gen right now. We are. So now we move on to our boys. Our boys, JO1. JO1. Love them so the much. The best K-J-pop The best group. boys. The best J-pop group. Easily. One of the best K-pop groups. Honestly. Like, they're Up like there. the top of my list of groups now, honestly, is I love them yes. so much. I adore everything about them as people. Yes. I... I feel them gearing for a Korean debut. I need it so I, bad. Or I have wishful thinking I problems. I really need them to do a Korean debut. It's like they had a full-ass variety show on Mnet. You're telling In me Korea. they're not getting ready for a Korean debut? Sky speaks full Korean, and I don't know why he does that if they're not he planning does. a he Korean speaks, debut. And they've done, like, radio shows in Korea. They've done all of the K-Cons, the Mamas. A, they've done... Sky um, has covered Korean songs. Has covered their songs in Korean. In Korean? Yeah. We have to be getting ready. We have something. to. I need it I to mean, happen, we, really. <laughs> I mean, we shower JO1 with praise every year. They won, like, best mini album last year at our awards. Mm-hmm. They win, like, best foreign song every year. They won Artist of the Year in 2021, so... They do. Like, we... I would do anything to see them live. I would... Anything. I need that so desperately, like, a JL1 world tour. Like, I need that. I know. I need that I before cry. I die. Like, absolutely love them so like, much. Like, I would go wherever I needed to go yes. for it. Uh, um, a fun extra thing is, um... Who is it? Kaigo and... Yes. Sky? Was it Kygo and yes, Sky? Yes, Kygo and Sky. We're on this Netflix um show called Run for the Money. <laughs> also starring Minho also, of Minho Shiny. Also, Minho of Shiny was on there for some reason. Um, But it's a Japanese variety show where essentially all these celebrities go on and they have to run from these people who are chasing them. And if they get caught, they were out. But then if you survive to the end, you win a bunch of money. So very yes. fun to see them on that. Uh, highly recommend. They're having a great time. They both survive like pretty far into the show. Yeah. Um, so you don't see that start seeing them till the end, but Yeah, they 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 are not like it takes a little bit to get their focus because they don't need to have the focus right at the beginning. Right, right. I mean, everything about J O one just brings me an immense amount of joy. I know. I'm so they just their music and is like, so we, good. <laughs> we have said that they do focus mainly on that third, second gen sound. Mm-hmm. Not to say they don't just do noise music. Super, Super Cali, Cali is, is pretty weird. noise music, and that's unfortunately their most popular song. I mean, thrive with Super Cali. Mm-hmm. That song should be way worse. It should than be it way is. worse for being be how stupid of a song that is. Considering it's called Super Cali. Yep, and then the chorus is just them repeating the word Super Califragilistic Expialidocious like multiple times. So. Which you know, only, it I think. Only which Sky. Sky who because is Sky's there, the only person who can pronounce that. You know, Mary Poppins really had an influence on And it group. doesn't even make any sense in the lyrics why that's no. in the lyrics or why that's no. the song, but you know. No. It's a gimmick, I guess. Again, I would just absolutely adore to see J.O. 1 in concert. Absolutely. I would adore to see J.O. 1 in any way. Mm-hmm. Like, I have never 
felt the need to go to any kind of like fan meet yes. slash fans like any of those high touch events but for jo one i would do it absolutely for jo one absolutely i would spend so much money on jo one so much money at that con- the amount of merch i would buy right and it's like i Just already i know i would never get i it already anyway. know their i already have their light stick and so i'm already I do ready too. we're ready to go we're ready oh man i i uh, really do think that both debuting in Korea and also going on yes. a world tour are not like impossible asks. For they them aren't I at think all. Like they're both very those... well in the realm of possibility, which makes it even more like just sad for us to sit around and that wait for it because it's moment, not it, it's not moment. impossible. It's like they're both no. very well possible. Could be happening, but it's just oh, like I just gotta sit here and happen. wait around. Yeah. Both of those things could happen. Like, I'm not saying we need an arena tour. Right, right. Give me a small little tour. Even if they only came to, like, LA and New York in America. And I'm like, that's good Do enough. It. I would go. Say either. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It'd be amazing. I know. Oh, There's got to be enough of a of a. There definitely a has to be. be there would be. I mean, there's K-pop groups less popular than them that do, like, US tours. Like, they definitely have enough people for a tour. So... Absolutely. Uh, also, they have the CJENM backing. They do have the CJENM backing. So it's not like they don't give have any the money. Story. Their company is a hell of money. Yeah, give me this tour, please. Mm-hmm. Please. Please. We're we're literally making these episodes to, like, attempt to raise the an, popularity an appeal, of groups that yeah, we like. Yeah, an appeal to everyone else. He's like, you need to get into this group so they can go on a tour. This is what... Isn't that what fucking, like, anyone that does any kind of K-pop Nugu promotion does? Honestly, though, it's like, I mean... please. Except Look instead of that, groups. we're out here for, you know, K-J-pop. Everyone should be really into K-J-pop. It's the best Honestly, genre of music. it is a specific niche that needs its, that needs to be heard. It is. It's so good. Always recommend. Mm-hmm. I will always recommend the K-J-pop. Always. I recommend K-J-pop before I recommend real K-pop Honestly. to anyone at Honestly. times. It's amazing. So that is the state of the union of KJ Pop. Yes. Where do we go from here? Do you think? Where do we go from here? I can't imagine that there's. I feel like we're just gonna keep getting more. I feel like we're I don't due know necessarily for, from companies. I feel like see, well, I was think, gonna say I think we're due for RBW Japan to happen eventually because those yes, kids RBW are all Japan over. Has to pro- they're all overproduced shows, so like that's gonna happen. Yeah, eventually. but my question is, RBW Japan are they just not gonna? Because they. RBW needs a new group soon they enough. They do. So are we, the, are we, have they run out of being like, well, we got to stick them in something. They might just put them in a They K-pop might just stick them in Korea. Yeah. Maybe. I also feel like, weirdly, I feel like YG Entertainment should have a J-pop group. Just That given, would be interesting. Just given the fact that they do have like a Japanese sector of their like trainee system. So I'm like, I'm surprised Fair. they haven't tried that yet. Maybe. But I'm, I don't. Oh, you know what? You know what? We're gonna have to talk about next year. Um, what? Um, NCT Tokyo, because that's supposed that to. Ever ha- that's supposed to happen NCT this year. Has NCT Tokyo been meaning to happen for like five years? Yeah, but if NCT that happens, Hollywood was supposed to happen like three years ago, I'm gonna so. hope they forgot about that. To be honest, I'm gonna hope they got yeah. such bad reception to it that they forgot about it and are not like, gonna do it. Remember the fact that by this point we were supposed to have NCT Tokyo, NCT Vietnam, NCT Hollywood, yeah. and I think NCT something else. Mm-hmm. There was a rumor of like NCT Thailand. 
But like, remember how we're supposed so to have many. like five NCT subunits, and we're still and down we to the same, same four, same four we've had for the years same four though, we've always had since like twenty nineteen. <laughs> like I said, I don't believe nct is somehow becoming the new yg where i don't believe a word they say until it actually SM happens just released they're like here's our plans for the year and i'm just like i think like maybe two of those things will happen exactly all of their plans. it's absolute nonsense i don't believe anything nct is gonna yeah. do because i truly do hope that we forgot about nct i Hollywood. truly That's the thing I hope that they scrapped that happen. because i don't think anyone wanted that group like but truly like, also i don't thank fuck like, while I would love for them to admit that they're wrong, mm-hmm. I feel like if anybody asks them to admit they're wrong, they're going to double down and actually make it. I know. So, like, so just, just everyone forget, forget about, about it. it. We just got to forget about it and hope for the best that that never happens. Exactly. That's what we just got to pray that they forgot about it and then move on. But uh, I'm going to be so upset have, if we have to talk about NCT Tokyo in this, in this genre I will now. be so upset if they become it. a part of this. <laughs> I will genuinely be hate so, it so much. Oh my god! Ugh. I will be so pissed if they besmirch the list. I know, and become this. I know, but also, like, why the fuck would they do J- NCT Tokyo when it's gonna be just the same people that are in one twenty seven? Essentially, <laughs> well, they gotta do something with Shotaro and Zungchan because they've just been chilling. Do in they? The ether for I want less NCT in my life. I do too, but I feel bad that the two of them are just sitting around. Fair doing enough. Nothing. I specifically feel bad for Zungchan. Zungchan specifically, and he's probably Sung-chan gonna end up in NCT Tokyo, and that's sad for to him. To be honest with you, I always say that uh, Taeyeol is the member of NCT that I feel the worst for. Sung-chan. And to be honest, it's actually Sungchan, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Because, like, think about it. Tail at least got 127 right. things to do, what whether he looks Chan happy or not. for him? Not a lot. Sung Ch- isn't Sung Chan the MC of something? He was, but I don't know if he is anymore. He was at one point the yeah. MC of something. But that was all one he of had the- going Inky for, him for a while. I don't, I don't remember. It's one of those one of music those. shows. But, uh, yeah. I don't want NCT to come and besmirch this list. Uh, looking at it, I don't feel like anything. Because we're not due for another produce until next year, I think. Probably. Especially with Boys Planet being on That's and all of the- That's would be if we got another one, I think. Yeah, because I feel like they would need to start doing prep for it this year and then air it next year. Mm-hmm. That seems like how NCT would do- how uh, produce would do it. But God only knows if they're going to maybe try to do a female season i don't know i don't i, I can't imagine that would go well to be honest That's too difficult. given this just given yeah. the culture of girl groups in japan i i, I don't yeah. know what to think about that so i don't i think this might be a low-key year at least for debuts in kj pop right right because no one nothing seems to be on the horizon like and team's already here yeah uh all of the no company has been sp- other than sm's lying sm's uh, questionable nct tokyo that's all we really have that's all we got that's all we have on the horizon yeah and i hope it doesn't happen i know the now now here's the other thing do we think that any of this has had any effect on k-pop j japanese releases that's how i'm gonna phrase it um i i, I don't know truly it's been. We- I feel like we're getting less of them. Yeah, that's true. I feel like releasing music in Japan is just. I think now, especially because of the global markets opened up so much. Right. I don't think it's as necessary for success to debut in Japan yeah. as it was in the past. Because like I'm trying to think. Because I I uh, 
last year we had like some good releases from like Rocket Punch. Mm-hmm. I know Stacy debuted in Japan, but I don't really see that many groups doing like Japanese singles very often other than twice but twice has to maintain twice does like five releases every year and two of them are in japanese right right and it's like i feel like it's almost like groups can now pick you can do japan or we can go like with an english song too it's like i feel like that's almost equally as like profitable in some ways yeah i feel it and like the thing with this i feel like if they do do a japanese release it's like a digital single. Right, right. It's not like a full album or it's anything. It's not like the like full that. album where they have to go to Japan. Right. Do I feel like they used to like fly them to I mean they stuck newest in Japan for years. They just know, left them there. They a, forgot about them. That's a problem of the like, past. Like that doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah, they just sort of they they'll release the song, but I don't know if they do as much promotion for right. it. Right. It's now. like the groups who have always like the older groups who have done Japanese music and like sort of have established fan base there are still doing that. Like I know Seventeen still does it like TXT and stuff, but yeah. it's like that's different yeah. than like new groups debuting in Japan because I don't think that's yeah. happening as much anymore. And I do think that that is also partially because of the one. I can only imagine that the J-pop market's getting a bit oversaturated as well. Oh yeah, easily. the same way that the K-pop market's been doing that. I do think also, that like, like, like the Johnnies and then the oh, Exile God. companies still probably do have a hold over J-pop as like a in the boy group realm. Yes, I. And I, I mean, Lapone is still coming for them because they are, like, I and I and J.O. one I and I is making some of the top selling lists and J.O. one is close, I so it's like, it's it's starting to not be as much that, but I feel like it's going to take, like, like, a long in, time to get there. The only thing that's, like, going up against Johnny's, because you look at the top selling and you're, like, looking at these boy groups and you, like, start looking into them and they are come from two companies. There's only two companies exist, yeah. Only two companies exist in the boy group market and the only thing that's, like, kind of chipping away at it a little bit is CJ-E-N-M. Is Lapone, yeah. Is La which is CJ-E-N-M. Mm-hmm. Like, one of a massive conglomerate of right, just... Right, right. Like, like, fuck, you could burn money at this point and they'd be fine. Yeah. They could throw money at anything, and it and it requires CJ EM to even try to like chip away at it a little bit. Right, right. It's wild. Yep. But I mean, I feel like that's kind of how it was for K-pop for a while. It was like the big three companies had a hold yeah. on K-pop, and now, now it's not, it's not as much as it was before, and it's a lot like more common yeah, for like smaller and mid-tier bit. companies to have popular groups, and I think yeah. like. J-pop might be heading that direction, but it's definitely going to take, like, a long Years, time. Yeah, A long time. It is not going enough that Like, it's, all like, of the top groups are still, like, the Johnny's groups are all there, so. Oh, absolutely. I'm interested to see where, what, what our State of the Union next year. I know. Looks like. I think we need to keep doing this. We definitely do. We need to keep the people informed of this subgenre that we, do. we specifically also- care about that we specifically know to too too much about really and like we're trying to hold on our backs yeah don't worry we got this we have to keep the people informed because who else is doing it literally no one no one else cares enough literally no one else is talking about this genre of music so here we are 
I'm excited for next year. I know. For this year. I'm excited to see what everyone does this year. Because it's already looking to be more active than last year, considering Noah and Orbit are both doing more yeah. stuff, or announced stuff already that they didn't do last year. Yeah. So, that's and already like, looking I, up. I, I think with the way the world is going, we might actually be getting tours from I some know. of these people. I know. Like, I would also go to an I&I &I tour. I absolutely. would definitely go to an I&I &I tour, yeah. But, like, would I want the JO1 tour more? Absolutely. And if, like, we got a joint I&I &I JO1 tour, still, perfectly fine with that. Still, still spending too much money. Still spending so much money on that. Too much money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Paychecks. Full paychecks, yep, maybe. Yep. All right. So that's been our KJ pop update. Hooray. We are available Hooray. on all major podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We also have our YouTube channel where we post all of our episodes along with fun clip videos occasionally as well. Me and Sammy will be having top 50 songs of like every past year in K-pop going back through until like 2009. So if you want to see those, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel to see them every month. And with that, we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.